0: dot A-N-I-F Beijing dot com.
1: i want to show love and power To show His mercy grace To call together the nation Declaring His praise Ignoring revival With silence little over a week but i've been holding back to tell anybody uh, in regards to the wuhan coronavirus and so i'm going to update you there is urgent news that i want to share with you and i really like to just give a few biblical reminders about how us as christians should need to handle these things and i'm not going to teach it fully today walking in the fullness of God, and then you will not be affected by the virus. Just like the virus had touched the finger, the, the bubonic plague that took out thousands of people. I forgot the exact numbers, because I don't have a printer here, so I can't print out all the data. Uh, you know, but in the future, I'll be printing all the data, so I can give you exact facts, so forth. But thousands of people were affected at the least, And uh, it was a plague and many people died. And John G. Lake said, put that plague on my hand and watch the effect because they couldn't understand why people were coming to him and why he would lay hands on them and they would be healed from the bubonic plague. And he said, because the Zoe life of God that is on my body. And when they put that plague on his finger, it dissolved. So those of you walking in the fullness of God, When you come in contact with the influenza virus, the H1N1, the SARS, the the MERS, the, the coronavirus, which corona means crown, meaning it's the crown or king virus is what they called it. So this particular virus, it could when it comes in contact with a believer walking in the covenant life of God, presence and anointing of the Holy Spirit, can die instantaneously. But even a secular person with a strong immune system can suffer no symptoms, uh, have it in their body for a time till their body discharges of it through having a good immune system. Uh, One thing that I suggest if you do come down with any kind of sore throat, headache, is that you drink a lot of fluids, that you get plenty of rest, You eat eat, uh, nutritional value things, such as fruits and vegetables, and you just eat healthy, take care of yourself. And there's a doctor in India that has a a prescription, uh, or a method, I should say, for anyone who comes down with any type of influenza flu virus. And he says if you do it early on, you can knock the flu virus out of your system immediately, whether it's SARS, MERS, or whatever. And he suggests a 24-hour... uh, liquid fast, water fast, and then 24-hour juice and water fast. And, and so totally, it's about three days of fasting, you know, two and a half days. And then the last day, more juices and more liquids all day long and then have a dinner at night he said in doing this kind of liquid fasting and he suggests uh, 10 times your body weight in in water and so forth and then in juice and water the next day and that flushes your system out so there are practical ways that you can uh, fight the influenza virus during this season whether it's corona, Wuhan, SARS or H1N1 or whatever but gum has a way too. There's natural ways as an unbeliever and there's physical ways. But this is something that people don't know that I want to share with you. I had found out about a week ago. Well, first of all, let me just backtrack even a month ago. This particular Wuhan virus was first detected on December 1st in uh, Wuhan. And there were eight people arrested by the Chinese government in December they were uh, posted and went online to expose the virus in December and their posts were taken down and they were arrested I'm not sure how much time went between the time that they posted and the time that the police came number two why would the government cover this up If the government was concerned for the people, and it was simply just a a virus that was going around, they wouldn't cover it up, but the government would uh, want to spread the information, let people know there's a virus going around, cover your face, Put on a mask, wash your hands, avoid public places, you know, let's be low-key before they put the whole city of 11 million people on lockdown. They, if they would have done this in December, we wouldn't be at the place where we're at now, where there's possibly uh, untold numbers of 100,000 people with the Wuhan virus in just in, in Hubei province alone. So we could have prevented this, and now we're seeing 100,000 People, which is what doctors have been saying, what I've been told from doctors outside in in, in Wuhan about a hundred thousand people, and this was a week ago. So, this could have been avoided by these eight heroes who went out in December. So, these eight heroes who are in jail now, who came out in December to spread information about the Wuhan virus, they had information that they could not have uh, been just a general thing. Because, for example, somebody gets a cold, they get sick, they're in the hospital, or they get a flu, and you went online and you said, oh, there's a new strain of flu, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, how would you know there's a new strain? How would you know this is different from the normal flu? The normal flu has already killed, I think it's over 8,500 people in America this this month. The normal flu. So how would somebody know that this is the coronavirus? How would they know it's anything more than the average flu? So these eight people had... Privy information. They had high-level intelligence, and they had posted things that would, that, that, that obviously the government doesn't want people to know, and they were arrested within hours of them posting this information. Eight people on Ground Zero at the epicenter where this took place. So what did they say? Well, I found out before anyone knew because I have friends in uh, friends and friends in the government in the United States of America and I have friends in the government actually in many countries as this is part of my ministry mantle as, as, as an apostle and bishop is uh, you know a, a platform to government I'm a statesman. And I have friends uh, in government close to the, the, several friends actually, close to the Trump administration. Actually, one of my friends teaches uh, Bible for uh, Vice President Mike Pence. So I have very close friends in government. And one of the things that I heard about a week ago is that the Wuhan virus was lab created, lab created. It was developed in a lab as a biological weapon. And that this virus was a biological weapon, and that it was developed in a lab in China, excuse me, in Canada, and the the vials of this virus were smuggled out of the lab from a level four security lab in Canada, and then they were brought uh, they were brought to Wuhan where the virology lab the only virology lab in the china is w- in wuhan where they create biological weapons so there's a virology viro, i don't know how to pronounce it i'm sorry virology lab in wuhan where they create biological weapons and this uh, this particular uh lab is just uh, minutes if about a 30 20 minute drive, from the market where they're claiming the virus began. It did not begin in the market. It probably was distributed in the market, but it did not begin in the market. It began in the lab in Canada. So now I knew this for a week and I haven't been able to go public uh, with this, but now it is beginning to be leaked on the news and it's on several news sites and with a few more details that I didn't know. So number one detail that I didn't know is that there was a uh, Harvard uh, chemist who was uh, uh, the chief uh, biological scientist or something and from Harvard University who has accepted over $2 million dollars and he's been getting 50,000 US dollars a month to give biological intelligence to China secretly. He has since been arrested. He is now in jail for acting as a foreign agent and accepting 50,000 US dollars a month by Chinese government to bring this biotech secretly into China. And also, uh, and we found out that there are several Chinese scientists that are maybe American, uh, Canadian-born, or Canadians, they are Canadian citizens, maybe, I'm not sure if they're Canadian-born or they immigrated there, but they're Chinese scientists that are government plants from the Chinese government that are working in the labs. Now, maybe they're plants, or maybe they just, that means love the country, but either way, if they were plants, or if they just love the country and are being patriotic, they have been smuggling Uh, biological weapons from a level 4 lab. So this level 4 lab has Chinese people working there who have been also doing espionage, biological espionage, sneaking uh, these biological weapons out of China, and they had arrested several Canadian Chinese with uh, a box, I forgot how many it was, uh, full of vials of biological viruses, weapons, that they were smuggling out of China. They got arrested in the airport, I think it was in Hong Kong, and they are bringing it here to these, the, the, the biochemical weapons lab in China. So that is one piece of the puzzle that I'm coming to you today to share with you so you understand what's happening. Now, the other piece is, what's the intention behind it? What's the intention of the leak? Did China, uh, did the Chinese government distribute this biological weapon before the New Year's holiday to use the rush and send out the infected people all across the world to to get them to spread this virus why would they do that i i I don't believe china would do that so i could be wrong but i do want to be on record to say i do not believe that china has spread this virus this virus is from the government i don't believe it i believe that it was leaked from this biology lab the facts of the man doing espionage is true. He's in jail. It's public. The women being arrested with the vials is true. Uh, they, they're in jail now. It's public. The guys who had leaked this in, in December is true. They've been arrested. It's, it's been news for a while. For a couple of weeks it's been news. So these are all facts. Now, who spread this information? Who spread this? Uh, excuse me. I, I, not information. My son distracting me. But who spread this Guys, what are you watching? You're distracting me. Okay. I hear them jingling their ice cubes and their juice. <laughs> Who spread this? We were watching the pandemic Netflix special made by, uh, sponsored by Bill Gates. And my son's like, I'm getting afraid. I'm going to go read my Bible. So, you know, try to spend more time in your Bible than you do on the news, please. But I need to inform you with this inside information. So it's a fact. December arrests. Uh, the U.S. Harvard guy is a fact, and so forth. All these are facts. Now, who spread the virus? Did the Chinese government want to infect the world as biological warfare? No, I do not believe that. I don't believe it. Why? Because that would not be shooting yourself in the foot. It would be shooting yourself in the head. Chinese a Communist Party is most concerned with their stability and this is making their country very unstable. It's hurting their economy and this could cause riots and it could cause to uh, anarchy and change of regime. They would never do this to themselves. And, and they are the number one victims of this. So I don't believe it was them. Who is behind it? Well, it's interesting, as we talk about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, that Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have been and the, has been the cornerstone and they've been in the epicenter, in the center of the vaccinations worldwide. One of the things that they do is they, they have programs where they freely vaccinate the poor. Now, the poor people don't understand is the agenda of Bill Gates. He's gone on record, and I have videos on my phone right now, of Bill Gates saying that one of the primary goals that we need to do as the human race is we need to depopulate the earth. He has even made jokes saying that the lower we get this number down, the better. He said the lowest you could get this number down is to zero. And then he laughed. Meaning total extinction of human beings In order to save the planet And he laughed And I don't believe he, he intended to totally extinct the earth But he says we need to curve population We need to decrease population And then he brags on other shows Like Larry King Live, one of these type of shows How his father was the chairperson And the president of the Planned Parenthood And how they used abortion As a way for eugenics And how abortion was planned to depopulate The African American community and how they promote abortion and fund abortion in the developing nations to depopulate what they believe is the lower class because they believe that the upper echelon, the wealthy, the rich, and the white, are the high class, superior people and that they should be the ones who are alive and survive and thrive while the minority and colored and and, and ethnic of other populations of the world should be on birth control, should limit having children and should be uh, having abortions and then they vaccinate them freely with vaccinations that cause diseases and sicknesses and deaths and he says that the way that they're going to depopulate the earth is through... Planned Parenthood, meaning abortions, and vaccinations. Now, you must be an idiot to watch him say he's going to depopulate the earth through vaccinations, and then you go and get vaccinations. In other words, there are in the vaccinations things in there, uh, uh, you know, chemicals or whatever biological things in them to cause long-term sickness so maybe not in a week or two but maybe 10 years down the road 15 down the years down the road you have cancer or whatnot and you fuel the pharmaceutical industries by taking the drugs boosting up the wealthy and boosting up the rich while you die he says that they are going to depopulate Earth through vaccinations and then people clap and they sponsor free vaccinations all over Africa all over Asia and the developing nations who leaked this virus it could very well be now it's interesting the Netflix special was rolled out over the within six months or three months ago I think it was within the last six months pandemic which was Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation's video, saying how they're the heroes, how they made a super vaccine, and they want to vaccinate the whole world to forever get rid of the influenza virus. This video, this Netflix special was pushed out right now at the same time that they had released this virus in China right before the Spring Festival, perfectly planned. If you're going to inject planet Earth... With the virus, you push it to the Chinese people, not the Indians. Indians have a big population, but they don't travel like the Chinese. Chinese are in every country all over the world. And for New Year's, they travel all over the world. So you inject it right there at ground zero by the biological warfare laboratory into the people of Wuhan. Then you send them out all over the world and you contaminate the world and then the hero becomes the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundations as they vaccinate the population and they accomplish their goal of depopulation, uh, setting up through the vaccinations, uh, the compromise of people's immune systems and, and, the, impo- and the, the programming of genetic diseases into people so that they can depopulate the earth. So they become the hero and then they accomplish their goal of depopulating the earth, which has been their agenda. And, you know, there's, uh, there's been several, you know, this is all public information, it's all over. He's, he's got together with Soros and Oprah Winfrey and, uh, and and several of these guys have got together and they've launched out their plan to, to lower population, population control. And so I don't believe that is the Chinese Communist Party behind it. I believe that, su- that there is some type of plan to release this, and it was leaked by people that are privy to that plan, and China has been the victim, I believe, of this. Now, there are conspiracy theorists who believe that China's behind it. They want to create greater controls. They want China to be the the country to first establish citywide control, citywide lockdown, so other countries can say, oh, China did a good job, now we're going to do it too. So people uh, lose more more control and and the governments can gain more control. I personally don't believe that conspiracy because it's too wide. But I do believe the facts that this was created in a laboratory, it was leaked strategically, the people had been arrested, and that it was released in Wuhan, very close to where this virus was smuggled into, right before the New Year's travel holiday, so it can be spread around the world. The question is not, did that happen? The question is, who did it? This is your emergency broadcast. And what I want to encourage you guys to do is watch my last video where I teach you and warn you how to protect yourself against this virus. No, I will not take a vaccination, but I am taking vitamins. I am drinking water. I'm making sure I'm getting eight hours of sleep and I'm making sure I'm taking communion and I am living by the word of God. The the Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, but meditates in the word day and night. I don't stand in the council of Bill and Melinda Gates and want their super vaccination. But what I do is I take my life meditation on the word of God, where he declares, I am the God that healeth thee. And he said, none of these diseases on Egypt shall be placed upon thee. And I will put a difference between thee and between Egypt when you take the lamb into your home, and you apply the blood to the doorpost, this is the word of God, this was God's way to mark a difference, and I encourage you to take communion, trust in the word of God, believe God for divine health, because the cross of Jesus Christ is a double cure, it's a cure for your sin-sick soul, and the cure for your diseased physical body, he healeth our infirmities, and he taketh away our diseases. Isaiah 53, 4, and 5. We love you. God bless you from BGC, Bonifacio Global City, Manila, Philippines. Welcome to Live in BGC with Bishop Joseph Castillo. And I hope you are pumped and excited to come and see me, uh, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, Bishop Chido Sanchez, and Pastor Tom Molina coming this February 19th and 20th, 19th in General Santos City in Mindanao, and here in Manila the following day on the 20th. We are excited to be with you, and we thank you for tuning in today on today's broadcast. And today, I want to show you my special Ho Chi Minh City Cup. This is my Ho Chi Minh City Cup. I love Ho Chi Minh City, I love Vietnam, and we're going to be in Vietnam very soon. We're excited to be there. And we'll be coming there end of February. End of February. And I'll be there for about one week in Ho Chi Minh City. And here you see some of the beautiful... This, this particular building here is some kind of like parliament building. And it's right in the center square. Center square is all grass. People are sitting there picnicking and, and uh, playing frisbee and hanging out there. It's always hot in, in, the, in that country. And uh, it's a beautiful white building, some kind of government building or something like that. Um, that's what that picture is right there. Let me move that a little bit closer. And uh, you've probably, if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen some of those photos there. So today and this week, I'll be using my Ho Chi Minh Cup since I do miss vietnam very much love vietnam love the people there and i miss vietnam very well if you're watching from vietnam please send us some hearts send us some likes so we know that you are watching us if you are in vietnam and i have an important health announcement from one of my spiritual sons dr brett b-r-e-t-t lindell seen from south africa he's a doctor in wuhan on ground zero he's the ambassador of relations for the province of Zhejiang. Zhejiang province in the last 24 hours has announced that they have shut down the province as well. So you have Hubei province where Wuhan is there. They were shut down a couple weeks ago. Now the second province is shut down. Pretty much the whole country is on quarantine. Everyone in Beijing, all my church members in Beijing and and everywhere, they're all told not to leave the house, staying inside the house. But uh, the only uh, technically... Two are considered shut down. The second one has just been shut down. It's Jirjong Province. Uh, And uh, my friend, my spiritual son, Dr. Brett, he is uh, there on the ground, ground zero, doctor working in the hospitals behind the scenes. He made this video for you. And we're going to ask Brother Glenn to run that video, please.
0: The Wenju community has been in high spirits and we have not been spreading fear, rather we've been encouraging people to use their time constructively by reading, studying, exercising and even taking some online courses. As an ambassador of the international community, I want to inform everyone that we are doing very well. We are all asked to stay indoors, to keep check of our temperature daily and to wash our hands regularly. The universities and other residential areas are doing a great job by providing food supplies for people to cook and delivering it straight to the door. We are all doing our part in taking responsibility. Most importantly, we feel safe here. However, everyone should shoulder their responsibility. As a medical practitioner, I must encourage everyone to reduce stepping outside and having any group gatherings. If you need to go out, you must wear a mask to prevent the coronavirus-associated pneumonia, we must choose medical surgical masks and N95 masks which work effectively to block any mucus droplets. As a foreign doctor and the voice of the city, I sincerely believe that if we work together and cooperate, we shall surely have the victory. Wenzhou, we can do this. China, we can do this. Thank you.
1: Welcome. This is Dr. Lindell. He's on the ground zero in Georgian province which has just been closed down and he is giving you some wonderful advices and you don't have to worry about the 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 assistant please Glenn because that's not going to be read in my mic. Sorry about that guys. Um, So anyways this Dr. Brett he is there and he is uh, on the ground zero and as you saw they're delivering groceries and stuff and the government they're doing a great job there in zhejiang province those of you who don't know wuhan city is the jerusalem of asia it's the jerusalem of asia uh, they have the, the the largest christian population in asia and they call them the jerusalem of asia the wenzhou people are are mostly christian and they're very wealthy and they're very wise they also call the wenzhou people uh, the jews the jewish people of asia because they're very clever and smart in business and the Wenjo people are all over the world doing business. When I go to Paris and I minister in France, in Paris, I always meet in fellowship with Wenzhou people there. Uh, they're, they're precious people and their province uh, is adjacent, I believe, to the, the Hubei province. And now uh, their province has been shut down too. Let me tell you guys, good to see you, Pastor Tom. Let me tell you guys quickly, before we get into today's teaching, and I'm gonna be sharing some resources. One, I'll be giving away uh, one of my free books and my one of my free books, and you can get that free book. Uh, it's not written by me, it was written by our ministry, Pastor Robert Brownell, who's um, a student of the John G. Lakes Healing Ministry, and that's a free ebook we can send you if you go to our website, asiarevival.com. And if you go to that website, asiarevival.com, and if you look at the Image on your screen right now, you'll see there's a blue circle, and that blue circle says, Get our free ebook now. If you click there and you register, we will send you a free ebook on healing. And that ebook on healing, the title of that ebook is um, Healing Walls of Delusions and Lies. Wall of Delusion and Lies. You and the Word of God. Healing, wall of delusion and lies. So we're going to be dealing with the delusions and the lies of the enemy so that you can walk in divine health. And we're going to be praying for people today who are sick or infirmed or inflicted or in need of a miracle. Now, let me just give you a couple stats here. Um, the Wuhan virus, the novel coronavirus. Uh, I'll give you some updated news. I, I don't know why, but some people they like to get their news from me. People always call me up and say, uh, "Bishop, we're waiting to hear from you. We heard about Trump's impeachment. We're waiting to hear from you. We heard about uh, the Wuhan virus. We're waiting to hear from you." So I don't know how I became a news a news reporter. But uh, I guess I am a minister, and that's what I do—is I, I bring news. But I bring good news. So we're going to bring you some good news today. Um, and but we're going to pre- we're going to preface the good news with some current news going on right now. And um, well, well, number one, I told you that Zhejiang province is now uh, shut down. Uh, right now, I just saw a video that leaked from uh, Wuhan. Uh, the hospitals are just. There's people lined up for blocks. There are people lined up for blocks to get into the hospitals. So this is quite interesting. Um, it's kind of a kind of a scary thought that people are lined up for blocks to get in the hospital. To me, it highlights. It points to the fact that this uh, n- novel. Wuhan virus is exploding. It's exploding. And let me give you some statistics of what we have here in the Philippines. We thought about two days ago there were no cases. Then we found out one day ago there was a case of a man and a woman that were here that had the virus. And now we have updated news from Rappler. So let me just share with you this here. I'm going to read this news to you. Uh, It says that the coronavirus cases in Philippines uh, started from people who traveled to Wuhan. Uh, that man had now died February 1st due to uh, the virus. He, his symptom was not coughing, colds, or fevers. His symptoms were sore muscles. So he had these sore muscles. And actually, Glenn, you can't turn that off that you see. You, you, Glenn, you can't turn the AC off for me actually, sorry you, you were in the spirit, I was not uh, So he died And he checked himself in the hospital about a week ago Because he started having muscle pains And then from muscle pains He went to the hospital And they found he had the virus And they were treating him And he looked like he was going to recover Then his heart stopped the next day So it's quite interesting to me Because it wasn't a cold, it wasn't a fever It wasn't a cough it was muscle pain then his heart stopped now that's very interesting but i do have to say that this man had according to the news sources we don't know much but he did have uh some existing medical conditions glenn can you turn off the air conditioner please yeah medical uh, existing conditions so this man had died according to here there are now uh now this is this is important news i want you to pay attention to this There are now 133 patients for the Wuhan coronavirus, 133 patients being probed in the Philippines, 133 being probed. Now, that doesn't mean 133 have it, but these 133 people are being probed because they have been in contact with these people and they are showing some type of uh, evidence of possibly being infected. So this is as of today, February fifth. Is today? Is it the fifth? I, I thought today was the fourth. I'm sorry. February fifth. 115 patients. 115. This is the Philippines. 115 patients are admitted to hospitals. 16 were discharged. So that's a good news, 16 were discharged, I guess they they were sick, whatever, and they tested them, they didn't have anything, they let them go. Uh, But they were contacted by the DOH, which is the Department of Health, I believe, uh, and they're being surveilled by officers for symptoms. So they're still being surveyed daily. Two patients under investigation have died. So it was one, now there's two that have already died, Uh, one of them had tested negative for the virus and died due to other complications. So one of the two, it's a boyfriend and girlfriend, they both died. Supposedly, one didn't die from the virus. He died from other uh, complications. And I think this is the 39-year-old man. So I don't know how good their science is. Uh, 39-year-old men just don't die like that on vacation. The Department of Health have added that 63 patients that are under investigation are Filipinos. So these people from Wuhan had uh, possibly passed it to 63 Filipinos. So I know there was xenophobia and racist against Chinese, but now it is been passed on to the Filipino people. So now it could be anybody in the Philippines carrying this. 63 patients are Filipino, 54 are Chinese, and 16 are foreign nationals. So they could be Africans, they could be Germans, they could be Americans, God forbid, anyone. God forbid it's anybody. I mean, God forbid it's not me, you know. Amen. So 54 Chinese 63 Filipinos and 16 foreign nationals here. And it's going to get more interesting here. Out of these people, 32 have traveled from Wuhan. And others came from Hong Kong or another part of China. So they had maybe uh, caught it in the airplane or at the airport in Hong Kong or another place in China. The Department of Health has confirmed that health workers are included in in the 54 Filipino patients. So some of the Filipino patients who contracted the coronavirus here have gotten it in the hospital from the infected and it passed to them. So here's the breakdown in case you're wondering, are there any in my region? Now, I don't speak Tagalog, so my pronunciation might be wrong, but there's three in Ilocos. Two in Cagayan Valley. I've been to Cagayan Valley, that's in the north. There is one in the Cordillera administration region. 16 in central Luzon, I'm in Luzon. There's 42 in Metro Manila, 42 in Metro Manila. I hope none here where I'm at in BGC, but there are 42 in Metro Manila. And there are 13 in Calabarzon, 4 in Mimaropa, 14 in Western Visayas, Central Visayas has 16, Eastern Visayas, 5. Visayas must be quite large as they break it down into those sections. Altogether, you're looking at about 35 in Visayas. 7 in Northern Mindanao, 1 in Caraga and nine in Davao region nine in Davao region so uh there's a Canadian man who was quarantined in Bacolod city for suspected symptoms of the coronavirus but he did test negative that is good to hear um and there's also a 43 year old patient who came from Taiwan that was also in the hospital being checked for this. And this patient had tested negative also by the test. So this doesn't mean that they all have it. Some are tested negative, but many are testing positive. Uh, Globally, the global update is 492 dead. Most of them in China. Uh, So don't be relieved because most of that's in China. The only reason why most of that is in China is because it started there and it takes uh, about 14 days for you to the manifest symptoms and then, and then they die. So the only reason why most of them that have died is in China is because they had contracted it, they didn't know for a couple of weeks and then they started dying. So the death numbers without intervention from God, and we'll be, I'll be praying, but the death numbers without intervention from God and, and good medical health, or, no, or, or lack of uh, vaccines, or without some kind of intervention, those numbers will be similar from China. Uh, the rate will be the same from China to other countries. The only thing that could improve that is divine healing or uh, good health care and, and, and so forth. So, some countries that have a very good health care, uh, they might be able to, to see what happens is this d- disease primarily. It causes an pneumonia, and people have a hard time breathing, and then it causes lung problems. So if they could get them on a, a, a good breathing uh, machines and good breathing respirator systems or whatever you call them, I'm not a doctor. But that could help support their life while their body processes it, fights it, and they recover. Now, I'll, I'm going to share with you about HIV here in a minute, but it goes on to say that uh, 492, mostly in China, have died or been killed, they call it killed. Uh, infected, they're saying 23,000. That number is not an accurate number, okay? Uh, 23,939, whatever, that's totally wrong. I'm guessing, I'm guessing now it's maybe over 150,000. Uh, in 25 countries, Japan, China, Thailand, Singapore, South Korea, Australia, Germany, US, Malaysia, Taiwan, Vietnam, france uae canada india italy russia philippines uk nepal cambodia spain finland sweden and sri lanka so this is what we what we have here now i posted a couple days ago That the genetic scientists in Japan and now other countries, including Israel, was one of the first ones, have discovered that this disease was man-made because it had uh, a genetic develop, a genetic uh, put together. It was put together, created with certain genetic codings and certain genetic things that that was impossible to be just uh, from an animal. They had taken some kind of things from this virus, from bats, from rats, and then they've edited in also the HIV uh, strain. So this virus is like an airborne HIV. Now, it's quite interesting that uh, I received a, a prophecy that was given by evangelist and a prophet, Hector de la Cruz. Those of you who know Hector de la Cruz, just put a like in the comment section and make a little comment. Hector de la Cruz was a legend in his own right. He was a miracle worker. He's gone to be with the Lord uh, maybe 15 years ago now, but he was a great Puerto Rican evangelist that had revival all across North America and especially Latin America. And Hector de la Cruz gave a prophecy It's quite interesting. I'm going to share with you that prophecy. Uh, My sister has the video footage. And uh, I'm going to read from uh, my sister, who's a pastor, Angelina Navarro. And they pastor a a couple churches in Lorain, Ohio. And she says, Hector de la Cruz prophesied that there would be a day that AIDS will be airborne. He would talk about it being an illness from rats and AIDS becoming airborne airborne. That's what he said. AIDS becoming airborne and it coming from, uh, originally uh, being done by rats. Now, it's interesting that, um, and she also said to me, 20 years ago, Hector de la Cruz prophesied this, that it was going to be airborne and it was going to be coming from rats. Just by breathing it, you would get it. This coronavirus, you can get it from breathing within three meters of somebody. They breathe on you. And uh, and Hector Delacruz prophesied. Now, take note of this if you're watching. He said, those filled with the Holy Ghost would not get sick. Now, somebody needs to type that into the comments there. And we need to put that on the uh, we need to make a graphic and put that on the screen we need to preach this one and publicize this good news the prophecy came that this virus would come airborne virus containing hiv would come it would come from rats but those this is 20 years ago from hector de la cruz and those who are filled with the holy ghost will not get sick <laughs> for hallelujah you're shouting over there amen If you're filled with the Holy Ghost watching me, you you could just stop the broadcast right now because you don't have to worry about it because the Lord said that those who are filled with the Holy Ghost would not get sick. Hallelujah. Thank you for His prophets. The Bible says, Believe His prophets and so shall you prosper. It says here in the book of Exodus, chapter 11, that God would put a difference between the children of Israel and the children of Egypt. That he would put a difference between the two. And that the curses that come upon the children of Egypt would not come upon the people in the, in the in, under the blood of Jesus. Amen. And that's in an Exodus. And I'm going to read you Exodus today. Exodus 11.7. Yeah. Exodus 11.7. He says, But against any of the children of Israel, not a dog move his tongue against a man or beast, that you may know that the Lord doth put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. Hallelujah. Evangelist Hector de la Cruz said it. And I believe as prophets and I prosper. He says this airborne disease developed by rats would not infect those filled with the Holy Ghost. If you're watching me today and you're not a Christian or you're a Christian, but you have not been filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. You know what I would do if I were you? I would get filled with the Holy Ghost, praise the Lord, and get the gift of the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues because the prophet said That those filled with the Holy Ghost shall not get infected. And the word of God says that I shall put a difference between Israel and Egypt that you may know I am the Lord. And all these diseases of Egypt shall not come upon you. None of these plagues, none of these pestilences. That's good news today, hallelujah. And we're going to be talking about that today. In the broadcast. So if, if you're being blessed by this good news, you better praise the Lord where you're at, right? Because the prophet said it. Now, I don't have my Instagram now, but I did post on my Instagram. We were in the middle of the coronavirus. and It was before the coronavirus really uh, hit media. At this time, there was eight people that were arrested and they were suppressed from coming out with it. One of them was a doctor they threatened to put in jail and whatever, uh, the government made him sign a statement saying he would not talk about it anymore. But in the midst of that, and you could, you could put that on the screen, that's fine. In the midst of this, a coronavirus, went before it was known, before anybody knew what was happening, this was in the city, I was preaching in China, in the city of, uh, not Nanjing, uh, oh, Haiko. I was in Haiko, China. It was like January 18th, 17th. I was preaching in Haiko, China. And nice, nice. I like that. The, the, what you need to know about the coronavirus. I was in Haiko, China preaching. And the intercessory team that was praying before the meeting, they were praying in the Holy Ghost. And they got a vision. And in the vision, they saw people in the laboratory. Now, I have one of my friends... Um, Commented you don't know for sure listen I know by the Holy Ghost trust me, I know by the Holy Ghost this is a biochemical weapon it was developed and and we know that for sure I know it for sure now who leaked it why leaked it? I'm not going to get into conspiracy but it was a it's a biochemical weapon that was leaked. so they saw. In the vision, I I wish I had it with me. It's on my Instagram, you know, so I I can't access it now because we're using my phone to broadcast. But it was a vision of rats and laboratories and people in lab coats and petri dishes, and they were developing something, and they and they shared the vision with the prayer team in Haiko. Now, if you're watching me. Uh, if, you, if you're watching me now and you were part of the ICFC, you were there in Heiko with me, uh, you probably know who the intercessor teams were. It was an African sister who sent me the message about a week ago about the vision that they had back before the, anyone knew about any virus. And they had the vision of this virus being developed in a lab and they began to pray against this. This was like January 17th and 18th. Now it began to hit the news like 2021, and then by the 21st, we had just a Holy Ghost warfare activity against this particular virus. We began the warfare and pray against this virus and, and so forth, and God began to move. And I, and I think I have a, a clip I have a clip of that. I'm gonna try and see if I can airdrop that clip to our, our man on the computer. We can show you a clip of that day. This was before the virus sprung. Now the virus began to shoot out the day that I was departing China. I was leaving on the 23rd. And I was leaving China because God warned me there was a persecution coming and there was an attack coming. And we had to get out of the country. Now I didn't have to get out of the country because I was gonna get sick. I had to get out of the countries. Because we have a worldwide ministry where we're reaching millions of people. We're ministering miracles, healing, deliverances. And we would be locked down in the quarantine and not be able to preach the gospel. In a couple of weeks, I'm preaching to uh, pastors. I'm teaching them pneumatology, the study of the Holy Ghost theology course to the underground church in Vietnam with 30,000 members. I can't be stuck in China. So God got me out so we could continue to win souls. But this uh, vision that we had uh, warned us and got me out. I was in the airport January 23rd as the airport was shutting down. Flights are being blocked. They had shut down all the borders of the Hubei province on the day that I was boarding the flight. And as I was walking, a guy tapped me on the shoulder and handed me a mask. I don't know who he was. He was, a, he was not security. He was just a guy flying. He handed me a mask. I put the mask on. I got on my flight, and I arrived here the day this was all breaking out. So let's, let's just run the video of the prophetic warning I had. This video was shot in December. Let's show you this video here season God gave us a vision and said you need to escape this wave of persecution that is about to come and I and step right outside of the country and when the persecution passes you come back in and with the influence you have movies television media commercials all throughout China and all throughout the Chinese world When you come back, you're gonna shake the nation and lead hundreds of millions of Chinese people to Jesus. So we're gonna go and build our world headquarters right in BGC Philippines, BGC Philippines. Right there, we're gonna be launching a church in the next few months. We're going to start with revival services, March, April, May, June, July. We'll be having one miracle healing revival deliverance service right in BGC by the Pacific Plaza Towers. And then coming in the after summer, we're going to begin a weekly service building the headquarters of All Nations National Fellowship. From there, we will govern the other churches in my ministry. We have planted churches in Mongolia, we have planted churches in China, and we're gonna govern and cover and encourage them, and continue to raise up licensed pastors and ministers. Every one of our leaders, every one of our elders, every one of our pastors can cast out devils, can heal the sick can prophesy, give words of knowledge, words of wisdom, because we train our leaders not to just be busy volunteers in the ministry, but we teach them to be equipped five-fold ministry gifts, because we are an apostolic church, a classic Pentecostal ministry, bringing the classic Pentecostal message to BGC Philippines, and from there, that our headquarters will touch the unreached world, and this is your opportunity to partner with us, prayer and in giving. We we're going to be purchasing a building there in the next couple years we're looking at something about 600 uh, to 600 to 800 square meters in the bgc area to purchase a, a beautiful sanctuary that can have hundreds of people come and we can preach the full gospel of jesus christ and miracles signs and wonders train ministers and continue to let philippines be a missionary sending nation but to be a missionary sending nation we don't want us a missionaries to just Plant trees and teach English and give candies to kids. We mean missionaries who cast out devils, missionaries who win souls on the mission trip. How many people go on mission trips and didn't lead one soul to Christ? Or just did some volunteerism. No, we want our missionaries to come back and say, We led 2,000 people to Christ last week on one on one street evangelism. We cast out devils, we pulled the lame out of their wheelchairs. These are the kind of fire brands of revival that God's raising up, and He's doing it right through all nations' ministry. And we want you to connect with us. AsiaRevival.com Give partner support. If you can sow a thousand dollars a month commit to sowing that for a year. If you can do 5,000, 10,000 or more, partner with us and help us shake Asia and see the Lord Jesus Christ receive the reward of his suffering. God bless you. From Beijing, China, our last broadcast, our last announcement being headquartered here, and now we're moving right outside, right across the border, an hour from China into BGC, Manila, Philippines, And you can connect with us online. We're broadcasting daily, Monday to Friday, every night. We love you. Bishop Joe Castillo. Praise the Lord. I hope you guys enjoyed that video. And we went to warfare on January 21st against this virus. We went to warfare. And uh, let me just once again remind you, we want to put this book on healing as divine healing. We want to get this in your hands so you can stay protected, so you can keep your shield of faith up. The Bible tells us to put on the helmet of salvation, to put on uh, the the belt of truth, and have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And it says, take up the shield of faith, whereby you might quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. This pestilence, this novel Wuhan coronavirus, is the dart of the enemy. But with the shield of faith, you could quench the darts. Prophet Hector de la Cruz Said so those who are filled with the Holy Ghost will not be infected. Now, don't tell me you were filled in the Holy Ghost, filled with the Holy Ghost in 1992, February 3rd, 1992, because that's not good enough. Are you filled with the Holy Ghost today? Are you having that daily intimate time, that fresh baptism, being filled with the fire? Because when the Zoe life of God is upon you, viruses and bacterias cannot live. When the Zoe life of God is upon you, and we want to get this book into your hands. If you go to our website, we'll give you that free book. It's AsiaRevival.com. You just click on the blue link that says Get Your Free eBook Now, and we'll get this book to you. And this is a powerful book on divine healing written by our church, All Nations International Fellowship, very own Robert Brownell. Now, today, I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit. Uh, in this particular subject on healing from one of Kenneth Hagin's book. I have three good books. One is our book on healing. The other one is about the healing anointing by Kenneth Hagin. And then the other one here is God's Word on Divine Healing. I just want to share with you a few excerpts from Kenneth Hagin's book on healing. It's a very little easy to read book here. And he says that some Christians need healing. And they've come to me and they said, maybe God put this sickness on me for some reason. So Kenneth Hagin, in response, asked them a question. And he asked them simply this, did Jesus ever put sickness on anyone? And I want to ask you that today. Do you find any place in scripture where Jesus puts sickness on anybody. Well, I could hear somebody thinking, well, Jesus didn't do it, but God did it. So if that's the case, if the father puts sickness on somebody and then Jesus would heal them, then the, there would be division in the Godhead. There would be a, a, a schizophrenic disorder in the Godhead and the father is putting sickness, and then the son is healing the sickness, this would be a, a, a very serious schizophrenic problem. Do you hear me? God would not put sickness, and then Jesus fight against God by healing the people. And we never saw Jesus put sickness, so you must conclude that God would never put sickness on anybody. Now, I remember some prophet in America you know, I say that word loosely. There's not too many people I esteem a prophet anymore. But there's a guy who says he's a prophet in America. He came out with the teachings saying that sickness is... Now listen, just because they can prophesy, I don't mean you're a prophet. I can prophesy too, and I'm not a prophet. But I can prophesy your phone number accurately. But I'm not a prophet, I'm an apostle. So just because you prophesy doesn't mean you're a prophet. So this guy who prophesies says to people that God puts sickness on them to teach them a lesson. Let me tell you, that's a lie from the pit of hell. It's demonic, and there's no truth in it. Jesus never puts sickness on anybody. And the Father, if he did put sickness on somebody, Jesus would not go against the Father's will. Because Jesus said, I don't do anything unless I see the Father do it. And the Father only healed. Kenneth Hagin says himself, no, not once. And the scriptures tell us that if we see God, we want to see God, we look at what Jesus did. Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 9 and 10, Jesus said, Have I been so long time with you, and yet thou hast not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Do you want to know what God is like? Look at Jesus. The way that Jesus dealt with people, the things that he did, shows you the character of the Father. God is a healer. God never puts sickness. He takes it away. God doesn't condemn. He says, Jesus said to the woman who was caught in adultery, woman, where are thine accusers? Neither do I condemn thee. In other words, God is not condemning thee. Go thy way and sin no more. Grace has been given unto you. I know there's a hyper grace that says just keep on sinning and God will forgive you. Well, that's a perversion because the grace that God gives says, go thy way and sin no more because I forgive you. So the response to grace is that we can be free from sin, not stay in sin, but that we can be free from sin. Can somebody type in the comments, amen, hallelujah. So let's continue on God's healing at work. And if you have a loved one that's suffering or sick, please put that in the message. Now, Somebody and some spiritual people, they like to pray for all the sick people in the whole world. Or they, like, they want to pray for all, uh, you know, 23,000, 24,000 uh, sick people around the world with the coronavirus. Look, uh, I'm not saying that God can't do anything like that. And, and God bless your prayers. But I find that the more precise that the prayers can be, the more specific that the prayers can be, we have a greater results we'd have greater results. So, you know, I like to pray, uh, for example, for praying for the sick, if we're in an auditorium with a few thousand people, and then I, we could just center our faith to pray for those people in that room, release the healing anointing and so forth. Or if somebody reaches out or contacts us and they say pray over the phone or pray over video. I used to work on the 24-hour prayer lines where people call them, we pray for them. And we kind of connect our faith with something tangible, somebody tangible with the, with the people, you know, you know, in in the service or on the phone or on Skype, whatever, and we pray for that person. But I find that sometimes the very general prayers don't accomplish as much as when you can center your faith. Uh, You know, and it reminds me of what Lester Summerall said. Lester Summerall said, don't pray for a three-tiered wedding cake if you cannot pray for one slice of cake. In other words, if you can't pray for people to be healed on the street from a headache, then you're really, really wasting your time praying for all the people in the world afflicted by the Dungay fever. Or you're praying for all the people in the world affected by the coronavirus. You're wasting your time if you can't get one person healed of a cough or a sore throat. So I'm not trying to waste your time. I'm not trying to waste my time. We believe that the fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous avails much, we have success praying for individuals, praying for, for, for services, and we'll keep our faith at that level. If we could get to the point in our faith where we can see uh, entire cities walking in divine health like john g lake developed his faith to that point and seattle washington was the healthiest city in america during the time of his ministry if he could get back to that point praise god but in the meantime if you're not there you're wasting your time praying for world health i'm just telling you that right right now that's not how faith works faith works when you work it and it works as a muscle where you could accomplish this, and then you build it up so you could accomplish that, and you build up so you could accomplish that. So John G. Lake is one of the few people that could bring divine healing, uh, John Alexander Dawi, John G. Lake to cities. And, you know, and, and actually John G. Lake really got that impartation anointing from Dawi, John Alexander Dawi. That was the mantle passed to him. So we're praying for God to pick up those mantles again. And let me just share with you a prophecy about the John G. Lake mantle. As you go on our website and you get this free book, AsiaRevival.com, it's the blue uh, circle. You click on that one and you register. And we'll give you that free book. I'm gonna read to you this prophecy posted by a dorm mate of mine. We were in the dorms together in Bible College. He's a prophet. His name is Charlie Shamp, And I'm gonna share with you this prophecy that he had given a few years ago about the John G. Lake Mantle, since we're on that topic. So I'm going to pull that that prophecy up, and then I'm going to share with you this prophecy about the John G. Lake Mantle. Let's get back into this as we we continue on. So Kenneth Hagin says, From the natural standpoint, it is difficult for people to understand that most of the laws governing this earth today came into being through the fall of man when adam sinned the curse came upon the earth because people don't understand this they accuse god of accidents they accuse god of sickness and the death of a loved one and god is not the author of any of these things The coronavirus is not a a, a God-authored virus to judge China because of their religious persecution. I've heard a lot of people say that. Well, God's judging China for religious persecution. Well, if he's judging China, he got a bit sloppy because it's the 25 nations of the earth right now, including America, which everybody knows is God's favorite country. (laughs) Amen. I'm just joking. God doesn't have a favorite country. He loves all the countries. But some people think, you know, there's they're on the spiritual high horse because they're from the states, and they think God's judging China because of this persecution. Well, that's that's just idiotic because it's it's all over the world in 25 countries right now that we know of. So this is not a judgment on China. This is a curse. It's from the enemy. It was developed in a lab for biological warfare. It's satanic. And it was something that was prophesied about 20 years ago by the prophets. It was seen in visions and and, in services that I was in in the last couple of months in China. And as you saw in that video, my wife had the dream back in September of there being an attack, a tidal wave coming with sharks and that we were to exit. And then my wife even said, are we going to be safe here in the Philippines? Uh, you know, we were in the Philippines in the vision. We were stepped out, and I know it was the Philippines. She said, are we going to be safe here? And then the Lord said, yes, you'll be safe here. And it was not about not getting the virus. It was about being in a place outside of China so we can move and function and do with the ministry. And and, and and actually, as you know, in China, Wi-Fi is blocked. There's, you know, Facebook, YouTube, and all these things are hard to do. So, we're you know, from this place here in BGC, from our office here in BGC, we could touch and reach the world in spite of this virus, in spite of all the things that have been shut down. So uh, that, that vision was given to us five, six months ago, and that's why we left uh, soon when we did. So, you know, we were ahead of these things, prophetically speaking, and, and, and these things are an attack from the devil. They're not a judgment of God. They're an attack from the enemy. All of these natural laws... As we understand them, were set aside by Jesus whenever necessary in order to bless humanity. Bear in mind that Jesus said, "He that has seen me has seen the Father." Well, you don't see Jesus bringing storms on people. We only see him calming the storms. Your storm is not from God to teach you a lesson. That is a charismania lie. That these storms have come to teach you a lesson and God's trying to refine you. Listen, God refines you by the fire of the Holy Ghost. God teaches you by the Holy Ghost. The scripture says that we have an unction from the Holy One and we know all things. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. We don't need cancer and storms and financial lack to be our teachers. The Holy Ghost is our teacher. And as long as you think that God is sending these things into your life, the devil will use your ignorance to make sure that you have plenty of it. And you wonder why some people always always having defeat in their life. is because they think the enemy, they think God is the one doing it. And so they allow the enemy to run roughshod in their lives because they don't understand this is from the devil. And they have the right to live above these things. You are in the world, but you're not of the world Noah was in the world when the flood was here, but as the flood rose higher and higher, so did Noah, and he rode above the floods, safe and protected. There shall be a difference between you and the children of Egypt, says the Lord, Exodus 11, 7. Did you hear me? Jesus is the rebuker of the storms. Jesus healed them all. I mean, this is a powerful book. But some people think that they're called to suffer with Jesus. So Papa Hagen goes on to say this Brother Hagen, one individual said, You've forgotten that the Bible said, if we suffer with him, we'll reign with him. No, I haven't forgotten. Let's look at that verse. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. 2 Timothy 2.12 Suffer what? Brother Hagin asks. Pneumonia? Cancer? Tuberculosis? dengue fever? Coronavirus? No! What did Jesus suffer? He suffered persecution. And you will too, if you live right. This was speaking about the suffering of persecution. You'll suffer persecution if you preach divine healing. You'll suffer persecution when you preach the gifts of the Spirit, when you preach faith. He said, I have suffered for preaching the Word of God in these areas, but I haven't suffered in sickness and disease. The suffering is the per- same way that Jesus suffered, it's the persecution. I have one video where we're healing the sick, we're ministering to people, people being baptized in the Holy Ghost, and I get all kinds of persecution for that video. People calling me a false prophet, leaving me all kinds of dirty comments. You know, that's part of the persecution of preaching the full gospel. Matter of fact, if your ministry is not persecuted, you have to re-examine what you're preaching. Because if you're preaching the full gospel, people will fight it, they'll hate it, they'll reject it. I was watching one of my pastors, one of my, one of my, my great pastors I love, um, Papa, Pastor, Bishop, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, who's going to be here on the 20th in Manila. You have to come see us there. 20th in Manila, he will be here. You can put that image on the screen. And he was saying, he posted a verse uh, one verse in the Bible on his on his Twitter or something like that, and got all kinds of persecution. And that verse simply said. That you know that God wants us all to be wealthy and, and blessed and healed. I think many been third, third John or whatever. God wants you to be beloved above all things, blessed and prosperous. A simple verse like that, and got all this persecution from Christian people. They hate the truth. They don't want you to be healed. They don't want you to be blessed. They don't want you to have dominion. They don't want you to have authority. They don't want you to walk in victory. They want you to have a suffer with Jesus message. Listen, suffering with Jesus was only dealing with the persecution he didn't bear sickness so you can go and re-bear it in other words you believe that he didn't finish the job that you somehow have to help him finish the job if you have to suffer sickness that's a lie from the pit of hell he suffered it all so you don't have to suffer it at all can somebody put that in the comments on facebook periscope or twitter uh hallelujah He suffered all, so you don't have to suffer at all. Hallelujah. Somebody repost that on Facebook. He suffered all, so you don't have to suffer at all. You're not going to help Jesus by suffering a cold or a fever. He bore it all. He took it all, so you don't have to. So you can stand far against it. I was watching Pastor uh, a great evangelist who I, I've recently uh, been in fellowship with, but I've been watching him for a while, but I just finally connected with him. His name is uh, Jonathan Shuttlesworth. And somebody asked him, oh, well, Pastor Jonathan, what about the common cold? We know that God heals uh, cancer and diabetes, but what about the common cold? That's, that's you know, that that's definitely something that is too, too you know, that, that God just, you know, he doesn't care about that one. That's we we should all have the common cold. That's just normal part of life, and so they they sent this message to him while he was preaching, and I and it was funny how he responded. He said, "Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, he can heal cancer and AIDS and diabetes, but he can't heal the common cold. He he wants you to just suffer that one yourself. How ridiculous can people be? There's not a headache." There's not a cold, there's not a backache, there's not one symptom of sickness, disease, pains, or aches that God wants you to have or suffer with. He wants you to walk in divine health, and we ought to believe for it, we ought to pray for it, we ought to claim it. And somebody says, what if you claim it and then you die? Well, when you get to heaven, you're going to hear Jesus say, well done, my good and faithful servant, for you held on and you believed all the way until the end. And I have laid up for you a crown of righteousness and faith because you believed me even to the end. That's how I want to die. I don't want to hear Jesus say, well, you, you, you believed up until that last day and then you gave up. But, you know, oh, well. Just come and we have a little house for you. Hallelujah. No, I wanted to say, well done. You believed to the end. You believed my word against all pain, against all circumstances. You stood believing. And we have a crown of righteousness for you laid up here. Hallelujah. Because you decided that you're going to believe the word. I wish we could find somebody out here who has decided that in their life, for me and my household, we're going to believe the word of God. Hallelujah. So let's go on to this vision real quick about the John G. Lake Mantle. And this is uh, uh, something interesting. Prophet Charlie Shamp prophesied this May 2018. He said, I recently had a troubling vision that I believe will require intercessors to take very seriously and pray into during this time. In this vision, I was carried to a place that seemed to be like a makeshift laboratory. I told you days ago, that, and I knew weeks ago, that this disease was made in a level four laboratory, initially in Canada. It was smuggled out through espionage in China, brought to the biochemical warfare laboratory, the only only one in the nation in Wuhan, and from there it leaked. But this was a year ago, a makeshift laboratory. As I looked around, I witnessed someone creating a sinister plan to harm humanity there's your conspiracy theory did it just leak well the SARS virus leaked twice from the Beijing laboratory so chew on that we had to stop the recording at that point but you might be listening right now and you say I'd like to give my life to Jesus Christ. I would like to have God in my life, and I'd like to know Jesus is my Savior and my Lord and surrender my life to Him. You know, repentance means to turn away from your way of doing things and to turn to God's way. We've done things our own way, like they used to say in Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous, when I did the 12 steps, they said, your best decisions and your best ways of thinking and your best ways to handle life have gotten you to this situation, and now it's time to trust a higher power. Well, there is no higher power than the God of all the earth. His name is Jehovah, and he sent his son Jesus to die for you, and through him, you can Turn from your way of doing things to His way. And His way is the right way because He made you. And He made you for a purpose. And He knows exactly what you need to pull out your potential to forgive you of your sins, deliver you from the things that keep you away from God in a sin and death cycle. And if you'd open up your heart to Him right now, together with me... God can begin a new work in your life. So just pray with me wherever you're at. Whether you're driving your car, whether you're at home, uh, wherever you are, just, just pray with me and repeat after me. Say, Father, I come to you now in the name of Jesus. I ask you to forgive me. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me In the blood of Jesus I believe that your son died for my sins and on the third day he was raised from the dead from this day forward I belong to you in Jesus name Amen you prayed that prayer I'd like you to contact me And we can send you some more resources and materials that could help you start this new life because this is the first day of the rest of your life. Email me at joe at nationsabroad.com or email the church at nfcontact at gmail.com and we'd love to speak with you and just correspond with you and put you on the right path maybe help you find some local churches there online or something, or maybe we know some pastors there that could follow up with you and help teach you the Word of God. Thank you for listening, and feel free to download the other podcasts and just feed on the Word of God.